This Father's Day, give Dad the gift that guarantees him a great morning every day. That's Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's Best Pair You'll Ever Wear or its free guarantee. Get 30% off gifts for Dad on select Father's Day styles at TommyJohn.com. Save 30% at TommyJohn.com. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, John Richardson. And me, Matt Ford. This is the podcast where we follow the highs and lows of the appeal teams of some of the country's funniest people. Now, at time of recording, there is one game left in game week 23, but it's an irrelevance to you and I, isn't it, Matthew, as the player we both hoped would be featuring in that game was stricken by the curse and got himself sent off. The curse. I think this has been the crappiest game week in FPL history. It was just rubbish, and I, and, and I think most people would agree. For most FPL players, mm. those of us who are part of the community... It's been terrible. It's just, yeah. It was pointless because the moment Dennis got sent off, most of us had captained him. Therefore, you then get a double minus point. You just think, well, from now on in, this is just rubbish. I, I actually stopped checking at that point. I just thought, oh, sod off. Yeah, I, I well, I'd, I'll tell you what I did. I checked how many other people in our league had captained Dennis. And sadly, of those at the top, I think Ian Sterling has made the decision to captain Josh King. So still has an active captain uh, with a game to play. So good news for him. But nearly everybody else, not just in our league, but I think across FPL, has captained Dennis this week. So, you know, to start with a minus two. um, For fans of stats, you know, uh, hasn't been that bad a game week. I won. Mm. Um, I have 46 points with... The suspended Dennis still to not play. Matt Ford, you have 35. I did take a minus four, so it's 42 to 35. However, it's still a victory, and that means it's now 18-6. Yeah, I noticed you signed Ramsdale as well. You, you're kind of you're signing a lot of my players, you little sneak. Oh, hurts. Payback's a bitch, ain't it? So you did it on purpose, an admission. Well, no, I'm not going to not sign players. I signed Ramsdale, and, and when I used my wild card, I think I made this point at the time, it was a wild card not for that week, but for the upcoming games week, and I planned a strategy. I'm not embarrassed to say it. I uh, Arsenal due to have a um, the North London derby postponed, so that scuppered the plan slightly, but the plan was always to profit this week from the home match against Burnley, and it's Ramsdale, Tierney and Saka, that triumvirate that have helped me romp to victory, and the, and the plan continues. I know who I'll be taking out next and bringing back in. Who? I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to copy you. Yeah, you, are, you copied me from the podcast. big You it's only brought Cam in because I did. Well, you from the beginning. I stuck with Kane longer than anyone, to my detriment. I copy no man. Chelsea are not playing. So the one decision I was slightly nervous about this week was the decision to take out Rudiger uh, and bring in Laporte. Um, Another one always, of my players. Always Rats. the planned move, but yeah. um, well, you only brought him in this week. Don't oh. be banging on about oh, you've been you've been at Laporte's door since nineteen oh four. You only brought him in this week. You're a scum dog. 
when you play this game. I'm, I'm telling a scum dog millionaire, and it's eighteen <laughs> six. Um, so Chelsea aren't playing next, so Mason Mount will be removed uh, in favour of the returning Mo Salah, and that will be paid for by the outgoing Harry Kane. Um, and I shall, be, do you know, I'd love to bring in Patty B. I'd love yes. to bring in Big Patty B, and that will pay for Mo Salah and, uh, you know, Leeds. Uh, we don't need to talk about real football results today. I'd love to ask you this because I went to watch Leeds Newcastle. I was having a pint before the game, Ooh. and I tell you what Leeds fans were enjoying, the absolute meltdown that Derby were having playing Nottingham Forest. <laughs> what? Oh, that's good. That's good that they hate Derby. Uh, the peacock was bouncing. The big fight at the end, players getting sent off. People were... There, there's a sense amongst Leeds fans, obviously, because of the playoff defeat that uh, Derby uh, yes, of course, could, could benefit from a little time in League One. Yeah, the, I mean... It, it, the whole load of stuff going on at Derby, um, with a whole host of their... I mean, quite apart from what's going on, just all these fans on social media going, save our club. And you know when you hear a word so often? If you just say a word over and over and over and over. Toilet. Like over. Toilet. 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 <laughs> it, it, you, you end up overthinking the word itself. I've, heard, I've seen... so It sounded like they're going, say... Vower Club, as if that's the thing they want you to say. Vower Club. <laughs> say Vower Club. And you're like, oh, no, 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 it's it's say Vower Club. Anyway, obviously, I'm always going into these games very nervous. Um, and take the points deduction out of it. They'd only be a point or two below us in the, in the league before kickoff. But it was, I mean, Forrest at the moment, obviously, beat Arsenal, beat Millwall, beat Derby on a heck of a run. Um and it, I was just very excited. I thought we were fantastic. And then what you want from a local derby is flares on the pitch, sendings off, mass brawls. And we got all those things. It was wonderful. That's an interesting point of conversation, The uh, when you say a word over and over again and, and miss her chance, because I bet mm. there's something in not quite understanding chance. I mean, the sad thing is with football, when you do understand them, it's worse than the thing you've misheard. But I had that conversation with my friend Matt, who I went to the Leeds game with, a listener of the podcast. Hello. Hi, he was singing uh, We Are Leeds, We Are Leeds, We Are Leeds around his house and his daughter thought he was just singing Willies. Willies, <laughs> Willies. Um, and it led me to recall, I said, well, Fordy ruined for me the chant, we all hate Leeds scum, which is something that Leeds fans have taken ownership of and, and we chant it ourselves. Uh, and you told me that you thought it sounded like we all ate Lee's cum. Yes. Uh, I can't hear it since. <laughs> I really ruined that for you. I mean, I've yes, you have. Things for you. I'll tell you what I also thought at the end of the Derby game. Wayne Rooney looks really unhealthy. You know, the, the other... Um, he looked unhealthy when he was playing. Yeah, I know, but he looks even less healthy. If you think of the others in his cohort, Gerard still looks immaculate. Lampard, mm. gorgeous. Even John Terry, physically fit. Rooney looks so pub-based. He looks yeah. like he's having pork pies and scratchings, and he looks like he's on the Peronis every night. It looks like he wakes up on the city, surrounded by empty bottles and wrappers. Now, I think I thought you'd like that. Well, I kind of do, but I, I don't like to see someone, you know, his, his face starting to look like a ham joint. Because I've noticed this in myself. I've put on a bit of weight since Christmas, and I just start to notice in my reflection, it looks like I'm wearing a fat mask of myself. 
I, and I just thought, I've just got a bit of extra face at the side, almost like gills. And, and the sunlight, <laughs> I, I just noticed there's more light reflecting off my face. It really quite distressing. And, and then I, I actually genuinely worried this afternoon that I was fat shaming myself because I, I kind of chunted to myself. You know, when I was training for the London Marathon all those years ago, I would catch my reflection and I would say to myself, you fat bastard. As I was running, you know, I would l- l- chastise myself. I did exactly the same thing this morning. What to yourself? Yeah, in the hotel room I stayed in last night, I went to have a bath this morning and they've got a huge mirror. The the wall basically behind the bath is a mirror. So as I leant over Ooh. to turn the oh. tap off, oh. I'd already got I'd already stripped naked. It was all hanging out. And I leant over to turn the tap off and my little belly sort of <laughs> flopped over the side of the bath. And I said exactly that. Look at that mess. <laughs> <laughs> then I was like, why am I worrying about this stuff? But I do with weight. I'm like, you've put on weight, you greedy, you bog trotter. Do you know what I mean? I just think, ugh. And then, I don't know. I mean, you saw me last night. Do, you, do I look unsightly? Am I a physical mess? No, you're fine. And I think you do have. I think you do have a, an element of body dysmorphia about you. You flit from, um, you know, absolute shame about your appearance. Um, oddly, your sort of personality you're fine with, and oh. I, you know that's something to deal with later, I guess. But no, you you always look better than you think you do. I'd like to think I look better than I thought I did. Sliding into the bath like a I've told you many beached times. whale being freed. You're a good looking man. And I was thinking about this today as I was lambasting myself. I was like, your weight fluctuates a bit, but you what the thing is, you know what it is with you as well is you've got a very pointy nose. Thank you. And you've got a beard. Oh, the beard is a godsend. And what the beard allows you to do is shave a very straight line onto the cheek that gives you sort of false definition and then basically hides the jowls. But the pointy nose gives yeah, that face. Can I definition. just before we go any further? Yeah make it very clear that i do not sculpt my beard well you can shave a straight line i do i could i do not shave level. a straight line at cheek level mm. nor do i shave uh what some men do sort of under the jawline that um, looks silly they, they, though, like rylan um Seems i don't do that so the lines of my beard are natural and i'll, I'll have you take that back okay i, I i've misremembered that but it certainly hides, doesn't it? It's, it's shrubbery, it's bracken. Oh, the beard is wonderful. Not to see the, the forest. And do you know what else is wonderful? The face mask. The face mask, the baseball hat, the big scarf, the big coat. Judge well, me you... on my eyes. Why not? Well, you know what? The COVID mask thing, as you know, I am passionately pro-mask. But what I find now is, now that I've put on a bit of weight, I basically get muffin tops <laughs> over the COVID <laughs> face mask. I'm like, oh, man. And now oh, I get lower like... lower lid. Basically, I get a sort of like thong line on my... After I've taken it off, it takes my face about 40 minutes to not have an indent where the where the thing is cut in like cheese wire. Well, I've got a sort of fabric one that I I've sort of keep in my pocket and that I wash every now and again. However, it shrunk slightly in the wash. It still covers <sighs> what you describe as my pointy nose and my little beard. But what it does do is pull my ears forward. Yes. So I look like a little goblin. My little pointy out ears as I scuttle around London. Well, I think the ears, because I have a similar problem with the face mask, you pull your ears. I actually quite like it. I think it then makes your face look slimmer. <laughs> a bad game week. A yes. bad game week for Chloe Pets, who does not win the microwave. A bad week for both of us, because Lucy Beaumont, uh, no longer active. She's done her week. She won again this week. She How many points? 
Well, she's losing at the moment, same as last week. She has uh, Robertson on the bench, who I believe scored 11 points. So once the substitution has been made, I think she had Jimenez, um, who didn't play this week and will be brought out, and Robertson brought in, and she has comfortably thrashed the pair of us. She's into the 50s, and she's beaten Russell Howard this week. She's beaten Ian Sterling. Um, She's really had a very good week. Um, Damn it. I'm thinking of getting rid of Ronaldo, you know. Are you? That's big. And that's a lot of money. I'm looking forward to selling Kane, I have to say, because first and foremost, he's been shit. I know he was slightly unlucky. had a goal disallowed this week, um, but hardly a point monster. But when you sell a 12 mil, because you can get really good players for six, seven mil. You well, get good strikers, it. and that's five million pound in the bank. Whoa. I think what I'm going to do is sell Ronaldo, mm-hmm. bring in mm-hmm. Robertson. Hang on, let me write this down. Bring in Robertson. Yeah. Oh, yes. You know, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Can you hear that? You did this. That's me writing it down. Well, you know what? It would be nicer than some of the messages I got on Twitter. Um, Lee Murray <laughs> says, cannot wait for the podcast this week. Dennis, Dennis, Dennis. Hope the rest of your players turn up. Transfer Dennis in, says Chris Everett, for a double game week, only for him to get a red. This is after also putting him in with a free hit last week. Matt Ford, do you have anything to do with this? Jason Kilby, mm. at least neither of you triple captained him like my brother. It's another one in the bag for Matt Ford. I'm so sorry. Um, HMN07 says, my heart sank when I saw this. Double cursed Dennis captained in a double game week. I literally could have put money on him being red carded as soon as I saw this tweet. Now, we spoke last week about Emmanuel Dennis possibly entering the uh, uh, religious factions and becoming a priest, was it? Um, Man of the cloth. Yes, he did. He wanted to join the priesthood uh, as a young boy. Another story has turned up about Emmanuel Dennis this week. Um, He pulled out of the African Cup of Nations at the last minute, and that uncovered a story from when he played for Club Bruges. Apparently, he refused to play in a Champions League match because someone was sat in his seat on the bus. I mean, I... That is the sort of thing. Had I known that, I wouldn't have brought him in to my team because Same. players that are like that are always like that, and they are. And and this week as well, Mario Balotelli has been recalled uh, to the Italian national team for the first time since two thousand and eighteen, and he's another one of those. There's just too much else going on. Do you know what I mean? You can't. I think people who like getting into trouble and people who pull out of games because someone was sat in their seat. You can't, in this season with COVID and double game fixtures and all that, you can't take that risk with the man. You know what really annoys me about Dennis as well? This is a man that was on the brink of joining the priesthood, of telling the rest of us how to forgive and lead a better life. And he's having a hissy fit about where Mm. to sit on the coach. What would Jesus do? Jesus wouldn't mind. You know what? Jesus would say, make sure everyone else is comfortable. I'll, I'll happily just lie down in the middle of the of the gangway. You know, I bet Jesus would have sort said, of insurance thing with footballers. They're not allowed to do that. Yeah, well, okay. Oh, Jesus might defense. not have done that. Jesus would have said, you know what? As well, uh, firstly, I'll sort the catering out, and I, I really don't need much. You know, I can make a small amount go a long way. Um, and and secondly, I, I'll take the worst seat. You know, you guys sit where you want. Have you seen go, the coaches that footballers go in? You see the pictures, like even in the 90s, of footballers playing cards on the coach. It blew my mind. Even though they're on every train, a table on a coach oh, just seemed like... Luxury. Ab- yeah, and the telly's in there. 
absolutely incredible. I mean, imagine if Jesus had had a tour bus, a team coach for him and the 12 disciples. Oh, if he comes back, he will, surely. He's not getting a higher car, is he? I mean, obviously, a lot of people believe he's coming back, my mum included. Um, uh, So, you know, it might happen. I wonder how he... I mean, that would be bigger than that ABBA hologram tour, wouldn't it? Oh, he's not going to be happy when he comes back, is he? Well, that's why he's coming back. That's That's like going out and your kids have had a party in the house. But that's what triggers the comeback, isn't it? It's when things get so bad, that's when he comes back. Oh, so, I mean, I guess... It would have to be bad, by definition. Is that not a conflict for for your Christian there? That, in theory, the worse they are, the more likely it is they'll get to meet J-Dog. I mean, if I knew that all I had to do to meet Marcelo Bielsa was piss off the top of the East stand, then I'd go and do it. But there's also the... Well, all right, then do it. I bet you'd get to meet him (laughs) if you did. I don't think I would. I bet you would, because you'd be on the news and stuff. But I would do it. Go on, then. When are you going to do it? When I get concrete evidence that if I do it, I'll get to meet Marcelo Bielsa. <laughs> Say when I get concrete, then I'll say, oh, I can't do it. <laughs> you slide me a bit of the old creep, and I will <laughs> way off the east end. Don't. I mean, if, okay. Let's say Leeds United say you're allowed to do it. We won't prosecute. What yeah. a great thing. You know, sometimes, I let's think... be honest, right? Let's be honest, right? An outdoor wee, legal and oh, away from yeah. prying eyes. It's yeah. a very liberating feeling. You know, if you're on a camping holiday or whatever, um, there, there is something very freeing about it. Imagine it's like throwing if away you... fruit peel, isn't it? It's you sort of convince yourself it's good for the plants. You're actually helping nature by urinating. Something to do with the nitrates. The, the, nitrates. Yeah, exactly, yeah. the nitrates. Even though all you've had is frazzles and Stella for a week, you still yeah. convince yourself, well, oh, they'll love this. This <laughs> stings when it's coming out of me, but I'm sure the plants will love it. Oh, if Leeds let you pee off the top of the East stand. You know what? If do it as a fundraiser, and then it's one of those like quirky things. Do it yeah. to raise money for an important charity, and then they'll let you do it. I don't think a club that is currently trying to clamp down on children coming onto the pitch at the end of a game is going to allow one of their fans to urinate off, off one of Do it of on a stands. match day. You don't do it like in the 47th minute and get a minutes long round of applause. You do it on a non-match day or maybe in the close season, you know, when the pitch is being resurfaced or something. Couldn't waste any more time than Newcastle did if I did. Oh, um, it still hurts, does it? Oh, just horrible anti-football. <laughs> I told myself I wasn't going to talk about it on the podcast because I didn't want to oh, give no. the Newcastle fans the satisfaction, but it's so annoying. Um, yeah, we've got a problem at Leeds that kids are running on at the end trying to get shirts, and we've discussed this, the prevalence for you know people trying to get the, give me stuff. the shirts off the footballers' backs. So kids are running on, uh, and it's become, frankly, intolerable now. There are a lot of kids because, obviously, you can't have a steward rugby tackling a six-year-old. No. Uh, in the same way no. you get the joy of seeing a streaker absolutely wiped out by a steward. Highlight of their life, running, flying clothesline, and then they land slightly uncomfortably close to the testicle area. But you can't do that to a kid. So now the authorities have said they'll punish the parent. So if the child runs onto the pitch, then the adult will receive a ban. You know what they should have in the event of streakers? And children. Is, do you remember those things that were called stingers that police used yes. um, to pop the tyres of getaway drivers? And they had to stop using them because then they sort of rolled them out in the street. It was just like a sort of set of spikes and the driver would drive over. The problem was police cars would then inevitably drive over them as well. Um, but you, you could have one of those on football pitches where when there's a pitch invasion or whatever, mm. rattle the, you know, the, the stinger out and it just impales their feet. 
or the sort of pigeon spikes that you see on public buildings. Have them activated. You know, they have sprinklers below the surface that, that then activate. Just turn the whole pitch, electrify the pitch. Is it That's time games. to give referees tasers? Yes, it is. That's today's big debate. Callers on 0891 Imagine how flamboyantly Mike Dean brandishes a yellow card. Imagine how he tasers someone, Mike Dean. Oh, it'd oh, be a be work so of art. It'd be so satisfying. Now, did you have any food at the game, John? Uh, no, I did not. No, Ooh. which would probably a bad idea, uh, given that I did consume alcohol. But no, I didn't. I ate on the way in. What did you have? I had a vegan steak bake and a vegan sausage roll. Uh, both from Greg's? No, from Coupland's. Ooh. From what? Coupland's. What the hell's that? A northern bakery. Coupland's. Go- oh, it looks nice. I like the font. Old-fashioned. Yeah, you like you like the branding. Oh, looks look like at that. Good old-fashioned bakery. Our products. Oh, pies and pasties. Ooh, oh, this looks cakes lovely, and pies, cakes and pies. <laughs> oh, that looks great. Are we hearing from... Vincent this week. Do you want to hear from Vincent? Okay. I don't know. That's not to? what I said. Let's go oh. back and rewind. Can I get a rewind? Are we hearing from Vincent this week? Would you like to hear from Vincent this week? Uh, not really. <laughs> okay. <fine. laughs> uh, poor, poor Sod's just sat here on a pile of books. He's actually draped over Michael Heseltine's autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's comfy. Oh, your house. What would happen if police had to break into your house? Talk to me about what's near you now. Let's both tell the listener what is. Tell us five things that are near you now. Okay. A Vinnie van der Veek puppet draped over Michael Hazardine's autobiography. Yeah. Um, a tube of s- steroid cream that is so strong, and this is genuine, it's got like a Hazchem label on the side it says fire hazard do not smoke or go near naked flames clothing and bedding with this product even with it dried on them it can catch fire easily don't go near bedding yeah wow yeah yeah it's can you listen to daniel beddingfield um well i think that's just i think the nhs are just against that in general aren't they yes Um, of course but um yeah this is clebesta clebetasol proposed Oh, it's just strong stuff, basically. I've got MRSA mm-hmm. on my face and skin, and then that's the... It's just very strong. You're doing the adverts for MRSA now? Yeah. I believe you've got the MRSA gig. MRSA, you're our priority. Um, so, um, uh, yes, so there's that. What else do you want to know? I've got one of those kind of banker's lamps, you know, like the sort of Evan Parliament, the sort of green glass mm, I can picture with it. The, with a gold neck and stand. Um, I've, oh! John! You know what? How odd is this? This has been here for ages. When we first started doing this podcast, you sent me a box. And it just, I'd never opened it. Have you not opened it? I've never opened it. Oh, well, it's time for the unboxing. Do you know, I thought of this the other week. I thought he's never mentioned that thing I sent him, the ungrateful turd. This was sent. Oh, my God. The second 
of the tenth, twenty one. That was going to be the that was the read. So I've had this second of October, three so, and a half months. I've also got a lateral flow test that you quite egotistically autographed when you stayed. For the well, it was an ironic moment. rather than an egotistical gift. I thought it was funny and reminiscent of our times to leave yeah. you a signed yeah. gift when I stayed at your house. So I signed a lateral flow that's got my mucus on it. So yes, this was the thing. You know what? I can remember. Oh, I think I know what this is. Oh my god, this was this was Oh god, I do know I think I oh my god This is like when you get pissed and buy something on the internet and then when it arrives you don't know what it is. I know what it is. (laughs) And do you know what? It's something we spoke about last week on the show that we haven't spoken about since. Go on. Oh my god, it's a bullseye tankard and a little bendy bully. It's a bullseye tankard and oh a bendy god. bully. Why now, listeners will have to go back to the very dawn of the podcast to recall the conversation we had about you getting drunk and sitting on eBay looking at bullseye tankards. Oh, I was going to buy one, and now you've got me one. It's oh, yours, look. John, this is so nice. Oh, you put some darts in there, have you? Yeah, I've put you some little darts. With You should oh, have some bullseye darts. flights in there as well. <laughs> I didn't realise it came with darts as well. Yeah, you've got you've got to have your but you've got to have your darts in your tankard. I've got a bullseye tank. Does it take a pint? It looks like it takes just less than a pint. I don't want to sort of. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's a full pint. That. Stick about it. So you've got your tankard there. You've got your darts. You've got your two pound fifty. You've got your eighteen sixty feet there. That's safe. You're walking home. You got your bendy bullies, your tankards, and your beer fetch. So while we're tying up ends, we discussed Bullseye last week and you now have your Bullseye tankard. We also discussed last week how it's impossible to take a good picture of the moon on a phone. And thank yeah. you to Usurper uh, on Twitter who says, took this last night on an S21 Ultra. Um, and it's a smashing picture of the moon, I have to say. I assume an S21 Ultra is a phone and not a football fan. Yeah, the um, S21 Ultras. Yeah, what postcode would that be? Outskirts of Southampton or Sunderland? Um, that it's, it's is an a Samsung Galaxy. It's a good picture of the moon, that, in it, on a on a phone. So, the definition on the moon that you can see there is really quite special. That is a detailed... Uh, you can see the craters, picture. can't you? You can. You can just see everything about it. I've never seen a picture so good of the moon. I think that's the best photo I've ever seen of the moon. So this week we're saying buy the Samsung Galaxy 21 Ultra and get MRSA on your face. That's what we're saying. Yes, and drink out of a bullseye tankard. I wonder what I'm going to drink out of this. Well, some tankfastic vodka. Yeah, thank you so much for that. Who's our point minnow this week? Oh, Dennis. Yeah. What do you mean? Don't need that in, do we? Because there's no games this week. I shouldn't have said that. Don't you? It's fine. I'm an absolute idiot i hate myself don't john of all the people i know you really shouldn't hate yourself you're a very good man you really are you do a lot of good you do a lot of good you're very talented you're a great husband father friend such a decent man i've washed every day this week thank god you know what i saw you last night i thought you looked really good thanks mate you look your skin looked immaculate i think i told you at one point Mm. in the toilet (laughs) <laughs> Remember, I think it was in the toilet. Oh, so your skin looks fantastic. Yeah, weird that. All oh, right, well, good luck with uh, all your endeavours. <laughs> Thank you. Good luck with the rest of game week twenty-three. That's all we've got time for this week. The next podcast will be out at the end of the week. Don't forget to get in touch and let us know forfeit ideas, news stories, questions, thoughts, feelings, emotions, worries, 
whatever you want. Tweet us at, at comediansfpl. Email us hello at cpfpl.com. Find us on Instagram, comedians playing FPL, and on Facebook at comediansfpl. Share it, subscribe, and leave us a review. Bye. 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 